أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين And welcome to the Scale of Wisdom podcast brought to you by the Batul Foundation Continuing on the topic of commerce The next subsection in Mizan al-Hikmah talks about trading of the hereafter An example that is used in the scriptural sources to help us understand or to influence the way we choose to act in this world is that we are continuously in a form of trade. We are continuously trading this world and the next. Allah's pleasure and wrath. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already traded our souls for the hereafter. Meaning that the price of our soul is paradise. And if we are to trade our soul for the dunya through pursuing those things that are unlawful, then that is a choice that we make. And at the same time, a person can trade their soul and get an even better deal when it comes to the levels that they can achieve in paradise. So a person has to always be aware of this trade, that if they decide to do something unlawful or wrong in this world, it is a kind of trade. It is like they have traded up and given up something in the next life. And at the same time, if they do something for the next life, then that is also a kind of trade. And this is to help us to understand the nature and the relationship between this world and the next. In the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O you who have faith, shall I show you a deal that will deliver you from a painful punishment? Have faith in Allah and His Apostle, and wage jihad in the way of Allah, with your possessions and your persons. That is better for you should you know. So this is a kind of deal that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala proposes to deliver a person from a painful punishment. And that is that they should believe in Allah and His Apostle and fight in Allah's way with their possessions and their persons. The Holy Prophet wasallam is reported to have said, All that you see with your eye and that your heart finds pleasing, make it for Allah. For this is the trade of the hereafter. Allah says, What is with you depletes and what is with Allah is eternal. So again, the Holy Prophet ﷺ encourages a person to make everything they do and everything their heart finds pleasing for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because everything that they experience in this world will have to be given up. And if they become attached to the world for the sake of only the world, that world is something that is transitory. Whereas what is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is eternal. So if those things are made for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then a person will also attain the eternal benefits that come with that. The Holy Prophet ﷺ is also reported to have said, The merchant of this world risks his money and his soul, while the merchant of the hereafter is a profiting winner. His first profit is his soul, and then the sublime paradise. Meaning here again as a parable, a person who uses the capital of their life to seek the next world is somebody who will profit. Somebody who profits not only within themselves and not only in this life with the kind of person they become, but also in terms of the salvation of their soul, the illumination of their soul and what comes along with that. And of course the paradise in the hereafter. But a person who uses their life force to buy this world or to chase after this world is somebody who risks his money and his soul. Imam Ali is reported to have said, There is no trade like good deeds. And no profit like the reward. So therefore a person should trade in good deeds and seek the profit of the reward of the hereafter. And Imam Ali salam is also reported to have said, The most profiting among people is the one who buys the hereafter at the expense of the world. And he salam is reported to have said, Whoever sells himself for less than paradise, his ordeal is indeed severe. 
That is because the human being is created for paradise. And so if a person sells themselves for less than that, then they've obviously made a really bad deal. And this is something that is important to inculcate in our children from a young age. So that when they are faced with the temptations of this world, they know what is at risk. They know what they're trading in. They know what they're giving up. And that can act as a deterrent from the kind of rash decisions that are made in youth. Imam Ali is reported to have said, Whoever takes the obedience of Allah as a commodity will see profits without even trading. Meaning that it is not the case that you have to even give anything up for the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as long as you protect your soul, you will see profits from that. So these hadith here are to act as an encouragement along the way to worshipping Allah and obeying His commands because that is what He deserves. Rather it is an understanding that has an important function when a person sees themselves at a crossroads between obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and disobeying Him. He has to know that if he disobeys him, that is a choice that he makes, which is a kind of trade. The next subsection talks about how trading does not divert the believer. So coming back to the normal definition of trading in the marketplace, when a believer goes to the marketplace and trades, that does not make them forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Men who neither trading nor bargaining distracts them from the remembrance of Allah, and the maintaining of the prayer and the giving of zakat. They are fearful of a day wherein the heart and the sight will be transformed. So this verse explains a type of people who because of their comprehension of the consequences of forgetting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and getting carried away in the affairs of the world, do not forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They remember Him while trading and that keeps them away from unlawful things. And of course to reach this stage needs an amount of purification and training oneself. It is narrated in Fiqh al-Rida that when you are engaged in your trade and prayer time arrives, let not your trading divert you from it. For Allah described a certain people and praised them, saying, Men who neither trade nor sale can divert. These people used to trade, but when prayer time arrived, they would leave their trade and stand for their prayer. They deserved more reward than the non-traders who prayed. So here as we find in Fiqh al-Rida, there is a beautiful advice which again is simple and straightforward to implement and that is that when a person is engaged in trading they should seek to perform their prayers on time and not let trading push their prayers to pass the prescribed time. These people who do that are considered better than those people who don't trade and pray on time. The final subsection for this section talks about trade with religion. Imam Ali is reported to have said whoever seeks to eat by sacrificing his religion will only have from his religion as much as he eats. So this hadith again invokes the issue of somebody selling out in their religion or trading their religion. Meaning that if somebody sells out their religion and sacrifices their religion for the sake of material benefit, then that is the only benefit that they receive from religion. And they have sold out the benefits of the hereafter and of the enlightenment of the soul. Imam Ali is also reported to have said, Whoever seeks this world through the work of the hereafter will have his goal set at a greater distance. Meaning that if somebody seeks the sustenance of this world through the acts of the hereafter, then that is a much harder path to pursue. And because those acts are not done sincerely, but rather are done for the sake of a profit, that is also a kind of trade. Inshallah in the next episode we will speak about repentance, at tawbah وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين